1: with Nicholas Whitchell and Philip Hayton.
2: Good evening, the headlines at six o'clock. At least 13 dead, damage running into millions of pounds. The chaos on the day a storm battered southern Britain without warning. Hello everybody, welcome to the greatest games on Football Ramble Daily in association with the Blizzard. My name is Marcus, Jonathan Wilson is sat opposite me, lovely to have you here Jonathan as always. Thank you very much. And with us is Scott Murray, journalist and contributor to The Guardian among others and writer of the title, A History of the Old First Division in England. Scott, pleasure to have you with us. Yeah, hello, thanks for having me. Scott, you have chosen... Mm. an old firm derby from 1987 <laughs> some people may call it the old firm derby from, uh, from certainly from those times yeah. Rangers 2 Celtic 2 it was explosive stuff um it was uh described as a great shame by some people so famous infamous all those kind of words can be used why have you gone for this one
1: um because i think it's been slightly misrepresented mm. in you know in time i mean it was obviously a ludicrous Ramy. That's putting it mildly. (laughs) The reputation it's got is fair enough on most respects, but it was also just a really entertaining football match as well. And it was good fun. And maybe I'm a little bit... um, My view of the match is coloured a bit by the fact that I was watching it uh, in the south of England. And this was a time where you couldn't get Scottish football on TV in fact there wasn't even English football hardly any on the on the telly at that point so when this kicked off it kind of had to you know I had to get on the phone to my uncle in Moor and say look Andrew will you type Scott, Scott Sport tomorrow in Post it down, and a couple of weeks later, I'd get this sort of grainy VHS tape. You knew the score, though, by then, did you? Yeah, I had. Yeah, yeah. We'd, uh, news had reached you. We'd worked out the score. Yeah, yeah. But, well, this is the thing because there was like you know a little clip of it on like the you know the ITN news, and not much else. And I thought, no, I have to see this whole thing, and it was a huge story in in Scotland, and it was big in England, but no one had no one had seen anything. So I had this. I don't know, it had this glamour. I don't know if people... Sort of have a myth- it...
2: mythical air about it as yeah, well, maybe.
1: Yeah, but the, I think there was a glamour about it because the English game at the time... I mean, the you know, the last, Liverpool, the last two Liverpool teams that had won the Championship, 84 and 86, weren't that exciting. I'll annoy a lot of people by saying the Everton team in 85, they were a great team, but they've not lived on that well in the memory. I don't think, you know, 87, Wayne Clark and... You know, sixty odd year old uh, Paul Power. <laughs> it's not, you, you know, it's not like real, you know, box office stuff. And at the same time, there was this sort of explosion going on in in the Scottish League, and that and that was partly to, obviously to do with the Heysel ban. So, Rangers... well, the fact that they have six English players in, yeah.
3: in this game, yeah, so the likes of Butcher and Woods would not have been there, I suspect.
2: But for the fact they wanted to play European well, football, yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to jump ahead too much. I find it incredible. Trevor Francis is in there. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> a, a, a huge name in in, in British
3: football. Well, past yeah. best, by then probably, but still a point, yeah, a point but, in yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. But he was still. I mean, if you watch the, if you watch even the highlights of this of this match, like Francis is in the middle of this this melee. And it's like you've sort of, you know, dumped Byron in the middle of like a brawl in a Wetherspoons <laughs> or, you know, Wordsworth on a question time panel or something. He's just, com- he's just completely out of place. And you think, what the... Yeah. And he's sort of wandering around in this very silky fashion and there's just bedlam, bedlam, bedlam going on yeah. all around. Um, And I love that about it too. But just the whole thing just mm-hmm. seemed to sort of sparkle and shine in a way that English football wasn't at the time. Mm. Well, I mean, do you
3: think there's an argument? This is the greatest, greatest time of Scottish football. You've had the period when Celtic and Rangers were not dominant. When you had Ferguson's Aberdeen and you had yeah. uh, Dundee United, um, and, and, the, you and know, those the,
2: two sides reaching European finals. Yes, in, in, that, that, in that period, yeah, really,
3: isn't? really good teams, mm. but and, and not the traditional teams. So there's sort of been this yeah. breaking up of, of the old firm, mm-hmm. and this is, I guess, the context of this game is. Part of the process of Rangers re-establishing themselves um, and, and part of the, the Sooners revolution. So, so Sooners had come in the beginning of the previous season. Yeah, he, He'd left Liverpool, which again I think is probably Heisler Band related. Uh becomes player-manager of Rangers. Well,
1: he'd been to Sampdoria. Been to Sampdoria, yeah. yeah. In between,
3: yeah. Um, goes to Rangers, player-manager. Uh, and this is a Rangers team that when he takes them over has not won the league in... Eight years, I think, and they'd won three of the previous twenty-two. Yeah, it was which for one or eight, of th- yeah. which for one of the great teams or one of the great clubs is a is a
2: remarkable period of, of he, failure. He won the league though in that season. He didn't win hearts and minds, though, did he? <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I don't think he was too worried about that. Certainly.
1: <laughs> it, it, do, do, you want to, do you want to talk about uh, Sinister's <laughs> <as> approach? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. But I mean, he came in. I think the point you made about the everyone keeps saying, "Oh, it wasn't," you know, it was their first title since nineteen seventy eight. But I think the other statistic you mentioned was the is the real eye opener—the one that's like twenty odd years that only won two or three league titles. But there was still this idea, you know, even though Ferguson's Aberdeen with the dominant force, um, and. There was Dundee United. There was still this idea that it was the duopoly. It was mm. still the old firm ruled over everything. But Rangers just really hadn't hadn't contributed to the story at all. And it, you know, and back then they didn't, they couldn't excuse it on liquidation.
0: Yeah. It was, you yeah.
1: Know, actually, it was just the fact that they were always they were always second best to Celtic. But then there were, you know, third, fourth, fifth down the league. You wouldn't, you know. This was something that just didn't happen and Scottish Football Rangers had been the dominant force for Yeah. That. And well, since his long.
3: debut as play manager against Hibbs, commits <laughs> perhaps,
1: <laughs> perhaps the worst tackle I've ever seen. Well, he got the wrong guy.
3: Yeah, he, he, he got McCluskey and he was
1: going after Beadle. Is that the guy he was trying to Guess yes, or was it the other way, around? I no, think, he, I, he, I, the guy who gets done. Definitely, I think it was right. So, but but, but just by the fact that he got the, the wrong, he spotted the wrong mullet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, in, uh, in the eighties, <laughs> that that was a problem, wasn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> should be saying, he just uh, went Ali, for it.
3: Yeah. Ali McCoy's hair in this game is something quite special on, on that
2: on that theme. <laughs> McCoy's usually had pretty good hair, I have to say, when he was a player.
3: So, so soon as gets sent off on his debut, leaving against Hibbs, leaving a twenty-one man brawl behind him. <laughs>
1: The thing about that was, is the way he sort of once, once, once the deed was done, he just sort of calmly walked away. And there's this sort of nuclear Armageddon. <laughs> but it's quite the like background. the
2: Hollywood hero, isn't it? Who sets yeah. fire to the building, walks off, and the explosion happens yeah. as they they calmly, you know, they don't duck for cover. It just it's yeah, yeah. as if it's.
1: Or like John Wayne at the end of The yes. Searchers.
2: <laughs> my work here yeah. is done, sort yeah. of thing. And, but, but in, in Soonis's,
3: And then he, he rounds off the season, yeah. celebrates the title, by <laughs> getting sent off at Pataudry as yeah. well. But that's yeah. the
2: odd thing, he does feel like my work here is done. I, I I wanted to make the players have a bit more fight and all that kind of stuff, and he certainly achieved that.
1: Well, I mean, his philosophy at Liverpool, in the great Liverpool mm. sides of the late 70s, early 80s, was, you know, you come and play at football we'll beat you at football if you really want to turn this into a scrap okay you know let's go mm. and we'll we'll win at that as well and it was usually oh, he wasn't fussy yeah. it was usually always down to soonest it, i think one of the problems when he got to rangers it was exactly this i mean he wasn't going to change his philosophy it was like
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know one way or the other but either way we're going to assert ourselves and you know rangers will win The problem was the team wasn't as good so he and he was also a bit older, and just that split second behind. Yeah, well, because
2: going into that game against Celtic, and was it well, So it's the Rangers win the league. So Celtic responded
3: to that by sacking Davy Hay, yeah, and they bring back Billy McNeil, who's not a man who's ever going
2: to take a backward step.
3: <laughs> Would you,
2: that's maybe one of the reasons why they brought in Billy McNeil. Think. Oh, sure, it is. It's, it's, it's sort it, of it's a counter move, really.
3: Yeah, fight the hard man with. Another
1: very, very hard man. Fighting
2: fire with, or fighting Graeme Sooners with fire, I suppose, <laughs> yeah. is the old expression. Well,
1: goes. also, the, the, the weird thing about that, looking back, um, or rather, the, at the time it was seemed very odd, because McNeil was is just coming off his double relegation whammy in England with City mm-hmm. and, and Villa, Um so he's kind of, although he's obviously still a legend and he's won titles already in Scotland as a manager, um, he's kind of a little bit tainted goods now. And they've just got rid of, well, I say got rid of, um, McLear's gone to United, uh, Mojo off, I forget where he went. Was that went when he to France- went over so to Nantes? Nantes it was,
2: yeah. Um, and then of course would go back to in- Glasgow.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. His, Quietly his, under, a, his, under a bush. Yeah. His story is yet, to, is yet to come to its conclusion. <laughs> it's, it's quite diminuendo. Yeah. Um, oh, dear. Uh, yeah, and I think Alan McAnally had gone. So well,
3: uh, I, and Billy McNeil famously, when, when asked about all these about, I just went, who is McAnally? I've never heard of him. <laughs> yeah. As he goes, he joined Bayern, didn't he then? Or did he go to Villa then Bayern? That's a good question. Anyway, but yeah, yeah. the point is uh, he moved yeah. on to It's superb 74 brilliant yeah. Neils pretending not never to have heard of.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's that's a sort of the backdrop of it. So <laughs> the, the, the the league campaign um, gets underway. So what's the kind of the build up? Because I say this game happened in in October. So you've had a few months of, of the season already. Rangers are champions, but Celtic under Billy McNeil they're thinking to themselves hang on we've we got a real chance to win the title back and
3: then they're four points clear when the game yeah. begins so yeah. I guess from Rangers point of view they can't afford to lose this game they can't yeah. let that gap become six
1: yeah, yeah I mean Rangers had started fairly slowly a couple of draws defeat Celtic um, had come out the, the traps Andy Walker was new and was doing pretty well um, I think McGee as well had, mm-hmm. was, was, Not sco- Mark McGee. Was, was scoring a few um another man with a with a temper <laughs> yeah frank machiavelli yeah you know well yes and so they they bought machiavelli and uh, well there'd already been one there's already been one old firm game this year yeah. and sunus had you know managed to get himself sent off in that one as well so it sort of begs the question what would happen if sunus was <laughs> was in midfield for this match but luckily he wasn't. Um, it's
3: still I mean, it's still an unbelievably good midfield, given that Sinus wasn't there. In mm. the fact, you have Derek Ferguson, who, I mean, I, I confess I have a big soft spot for him from this time at Sunderland when he mm-hmm. was let down by things around by rubbish other players. <laughs> and for a man whose key job is or key key skill is is the ability to play simple passes to bring other players into in play, he's, he's sort of a, a lubricant in midfield. Mm. no point in lubricating shit players. <laughs> but lubricating Ian Durant is very much worth it. Yeah. And uh, and John McGregor, the other midfielder.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: and I mean, Davy Cooper on the bench.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, because they've got Falco on, on, on the left rather than him. So, yeah. It, it, that that was the thing. So, when I, when I started watching the game again to sort of refresh myself, mm. and I hadn't looked at, at, at the teams, I just sort of shocked by um, just how how many good players are there
2: yeah on, on both sides as well I mean I was it was nice to see big Mick McCarthy at the back for Celtic as well
3: yeah <laughs> um, yeah yeah I, 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 and it, yeah Richard Goff playing at right back for Rangers uh-huh. I guess it was just a, in terms of Scottish football it was just a different era that, that they had some really really good footballers indeed
2: alright we're going to go for a quick break and after which we will talk about that uh, explosive old firm derby see you in a moment
0: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: All right, gentlemen, let's get into the 90 minutes then, because there's an awful lot to talk about. Um, Scott, take it away.
1: Um... Well, it kind of the, the stakes were raised pretty much from the off, and um, I think it was it was was it McCarthy or was it um, Burns? Who, Tommy, who, Tommy Burns. If you if talk about the internet, I think you are talking about Tommy he, Burns
3: lifts across in from the, from it hits the it, left. It overhits it.
1: Yeah, mm. and uh, Woods threatens to do a bit of a Jordan Pickford and yeah, bat it back to to McIverney, who's yeah. who's moving in, but. Um, but he collects a ball, but it. Well, does... he pushes it over. He pushes long. it over the bar, ah, right? Okay. Yeah. But he does a full Nat Loft House MacAvaney. Yes. On Woods, I, and Woods' his credit
3: appears totally unflustered by it at that point.
1: <laughs> but it was a hard enough hit, I think that it would have it would have yeah, registered. Yeah, no, no, absolutely, Woods it was. was yeah. di- you know, that one would have been remembered for what you know what was soon to happen. Um, and what soon happened was a. It was a kind of a melee out of nothing, wasn't it?
3: Well, Morris gets away down the right, uh, so the the Celtic fullback gets away down the right, puts in a low cross. Jimmy Phillips sort of half-blocks it and the board sort of trickles to Woods, who just bends down and picks it up.
1: Hmm. And at that point, it seems like a pretty banal (laughs) bit of play. But then... Well, then Macaveni sort of arrives on the scene late, puts his boot in... (laughs) Uh you know, to which woods like especially after um what had gone before, but certainly even I think on its own on its own merits, you know was within his rights to take umbrage, so he gets up and sort of you normally say people gently cup things, don't they this was like more of a he cupped machiavenny's face, but like it was it you know he meant it, um at which point it all kicked off machccaveni you know tried to come back. Terry Butcher came in, you know, full Glasgow bouncer mode, shoving the chest, get away. Um, Butcher doesn't need an invite
2: for that kind of thing.
1: Not really, no. And they were all beginning to come together, and this is kind of what makes it like such an egregious act, but an act of sort of strange beauty as well, was Roberts just, like, slipping in at the side. A neat little jab to... um, to poor MacAvaney's Cooper. And, and, that... and then he just sidled away, and it was such a—it was almost like a sort of magic trick where there was this big misdirection mm. going on somewhere <laughs> else, and and Roberts just came in, job done. Because Roberts was goes. the one who did him,
3: yeah. And yeah, Roberts yeah. gets away scot free from it... from that from that bit, yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah. so... MacAvaney goes down, and I have to say when when I sort of when I first saw it, the. Even though I knew sort of what had happened, mm. when I first saw it, I was like, oh, McAvenney was just acting up. It wasn't, wasn't actually anything. And then, then I see the replay in <laughs> the other angle. I reckon Roberts has just punched him. <laughs> yeah. Because
2: yeah. uh, cause Woods has a bit of a nibble. I mean, it, it, Chris Woods didn't, it's a bit of a cliche thing, doesn't strike me as that type of player really to get involved in a bit of the trouble. When you mentioned, you know, did McAvenney get involved in Butcher and all these people, you think, well, that makes sense. But it seemed unlike Woods to do that. But then the referee comes over after a little bit of time—a
3: huge amount of time—and like then been writing a thousand-word essay <laughs> seems to take an age. And that's that's what I absolutely love about this. It, <laughs> in, in the midst of this chaos, yeah, you know, w- one of the most anticipated games for years, yeah, incredible tension in, in the crowd. There's mm-hmm. been this this kind of pretty significant melee. <laughs> We're only seventeen minutes in. We're by only way. seventeen minutes in, <laughs> and there, there's Jim Duncan. With his notebook, writing kind yeah. of and right, just keeping on, and nobody's crowding around him, but just letting him write. Mm. And then <laughs> he's the calmest
2: man in the stadium, a, which is normally what you want for a referee, but he's too calm.
3: A good sort of thirty seconds, forty seconds later, he finally shows a red card to, to McAvaney. Yeah, and the brilliant thing is Chris Woods' reaction. Because yeah. Chris Woods sort of you know, grabs the back of his own head in, in shock. He seems gutted. He can't quite believe it. And then you see the realization dawn on him. Oh God! If he's gone, so have I. <laughs> but it takes another thirty seconds
2: yeah. of writing in his notebook. Well, you to... see, the you see the Rangers fans start start celebrating because McAvoyney's gone and taunting the Celtic fans. Because they're thinking, all oh, right, you know, off he goes. And then, as you say, 30 or 40 seconds later, eventually Woods gets the red card and the Celtic fans' reactions, suddenly they start taunting the Rangers fans. It's, it's a remarkable... I, I implore anybody to look at this on, on YouTube. And
3: people say VAR slowed the game down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Duncan slowed down uh, the game that day. So, Woods is sent off. Rangers don't have a goalkeeper on the bench.
3: And then Butcher get himself, gets himself booked, seemingly not for the shelf, but for dissent. I mean, I could be wrong about that, but it appears that mm. it, it's his re- his reaction to Woods being sent off.
2: Yeah, so Butcher gets booked. Roberts goes in goal. Well,
1: I, I mean, just to oh, say... sorry, yeah. No, no, it's it's just that. I th- assume that you're right about that, that it's for dissent, just purely because it's Woods and McAveney who get themselves sent off. Yeah, And without question, they were the two who contributed the least.
3: Yeah, they, the, they were the instigators, but to but this, they, yeah.
1: I mean, if if butcher hadn't come in and, mm-hmm. and sho- it wouldn't have quite kicked off in the way that it did and i sometimes wonder whether woods got sent off for butcher's shove right which would then explain yeah, why. if, if, if a just sort of seen set, two
3: places square, off, one yeah. goes down I, i'll send off one from each and that'll do yeah uh but you're right it's it's yeah in order of of uh, <laughs> level of offence, number one by submargin margin Roberts, yeah. <laughs> number two Butcher, yeah. number, th- well, and then joint third yeah. like
2: McIverney and Woods. I mean, you could even argue it's not the worst thing Roberts did that afternoon. Uh, 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 we, we'll <laughs> we'll get move to on to that. Yeah, so so Roberts he, yeah, goes in goal. He,
3: he used his hands to good effect
2: from start to finish. <laughs> My goodness, so Roberts goes in goal. Well,
3: and it's, that's a strangely beautiful moment when Chris Woods kind of, as yeah. he's jogging off looking slightly so confused, stops to take off his shirt. And he's got a very sort of uh, it's like 80s muscle, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's the kind of body that all teenagers have now, because everybody spends all the time in the gym. But at the time, it's like, my God, look at this Adonis. That's incredible.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So not long after it was, that... It was a lovely homoerotic moment in I think, the middle of all this sort of absolutely. overly macho... And every good old
2: firm Derby has needs one. Up. Or, or <laughs> certainly needs one. Yeah, yeah. So not long after that, Celtic take the lead. Yes. So they go 1-0 up. And...
3: The, and that's a lovely goal. It's yeah. a really nice finish from, from Walker. Mm-hmm. I, I have a sense that almost all goals in late 80s looked a bit like that. A ball over the top, forward running on, mm-hmm. nice neat
2: finish. Um, and that run, that celebratory run as they score and then the run kind of... Yeah, you'll, because they're always making it a run movement. on an angle so they, they can <laughs> exactly. keep... Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it, yeah, it's poetry in motion, you, you could argue. Um, so <laughs> Celtic, Celtic go ahead and... They not yeah they they make it, they they go two 0 up and
3: which is a ball over top from Mick McCarthy yeah Terry Butcher under pressure ends up lobbing the ball over uh, over uh, Roberts
2: if anything you are thinking it can't go much worse for for Rangers the goalkeeper sent off they got an outfield player in goal well then Butcher I mean if it, it
3: should l- be said neither of the goals are Robert's fault no
2: I mean possibly a
3: a proper goalkeeper might have been a bit nearer the first one but it's a really good finish but he saved a one on one. Yeah, he had saved one. All that's true. Actually. Just yeah.
2: just before that, he yeah. stood up and uh, made... He deflected
3: it, it wide from uh, Peter Grant, wasn't it? The I think
2: so. Yeah, but but yeah, so Butcher in defending tries to kind of presumably knock the ball out for a corner or whatever, and ends up perfectly lobbing his own goalkeeper to make it two 0 to Celtic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's 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 another calamitous moment in in the game. And it, what was that after about thirty six minutes? Mm. Rangers are down and and they're looking pretty out of it. We move into the second half, and then. Butcher, of course, he's already on a booking. You know, he just can't help himself with the, in, in the climate. Gets himself sent off. for Was it a shout? Well, no,
3: there's, a, there's a, um, a cross comes in from uh, from the right and Butcher jumps with uh, McKnight, the mm-hmm. Celtic that keeper. That's, that's right, yeah. As if, it's, a, it's a foul, but nothing really in it. You know, it's, it he's challenged slightly mm-hmm. over-aggressively for the ball. That kind of thing that happens a dozen times a game. But as they both go down, he has a little bit of a nibble on the ground. That's right. And... Gets a, gets a straight red. It's mm. not a second yellow, it's a straight mm. red. And, and Mr. Duncan writes another 500-word <laughs> essay. <laughs> um, and at this point, you're thinking 2-0, man up. This is Celtic about to win the title because it's going to be going to get six points clear here. And even in October, mm. that, that's going to be enough.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, so Rangers were dead and buried. Scott, I mean, and so
3: six points clear when it's two points for yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. should say.
2: Rangers mm. are surely dead and buried. They're 2-0 down, they're down to nine men. Celtic are down to ten men. They have that one man advantage.
1: Well, but... and the, the sort of idea slowly germinating that like this sort of soonest revolution might just be like a one season flash in the pan. Hmm. And you know, because they had been talked up at the start of the season as the team that were going to go and win the win the title, and Celtic were kind of in a bit of a mess. But here is Celtic, as you say, about to go way clear in the in the league in with, with just a couple of months gone. Um, and it's two 0 at half time, Then they got got Butcher sent off, but then McCoist rocks up with mm. a, a, I think a fantastic goal. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's, at, it's, at, it's only three minutes after the red card,
3: so it's almost immediate that they that they get back into it.
1: And what I really liked about it is that when it goes in, and it's equally as good a goal as I think Walker just Walker tuck his into the the bottom right and. Um, but McCoy gets his off the left-hand post, yeah. and it's a really nice finish. He doesn't do any of this sort of very uh, pious thing of rushing into the net to grab the ball, frowning, running back to the... <laughs> yeah. He's away down the wing, giving an old wagging finger and with he... his mullet yeah. bouncing around. Him. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I love that as well. That just like he was lost in the in the moment of of scoring the goal, and but there it, wasn't. And... It was something crazy. Like his fifteenth goal of the season already.
3: <laughs> Yeah, he, I mean, he, he was yeah. phenomenal. I mean, he didn't score many goals for Sunderland, but as soon as he got back to his level, <laughs> <laughs> but
2: You've been it, I mean, waiting all show to yeah. say that, by the way.
3: I <laughs> yeah, we should say. To, I mean, yeah, it's a beautiful goal because mm. to, uh, Ferguson. Yeah, so sort of great feet and great balance to sort of win the ball from a bit of a sort of, um, a yeah, bit of a mess in, in in the middle. Advances with it, plays it inside to Richard Gough. He, I think so yeah what on earth is he doing got on the wonder yeah <laughs> the right back playing sort of as number 10 yep he then plays this beautifully controlled pass mm. into McCoy's cutting in from the left and then yeah great finishing off the off a left hand post
2: but it was funny how that changed the atmosphere because the Rangers fans then they celebrated it as if it was like an equalizer or almost a, mm. to to put them in front they're still two one down with with a, a one man less on the pitch so even with that goal going in, it's still and they still have Roberts in goal for crying out loud.
1: The thing is that as as wild as the match had been mm. up to and including the point um Butcher got himself sent off, I think it'll have been forgotten pretty quickly. It's the it's the last bit. It, you know, there would have been a bit of press about it or whatever, but it wouldn't be something we're talking about thirty years down the line. Um you also needed this ludicrous footballing story as well mm. and what remained wasn't so <laughs> thanks to roberts wasn't solely a footballing story but in you know in the context of the actual match itself the fact that there's that they're launching this two goal comeback with nine men with a you know a non goalie with a clown in goal <laughs> and um and you know they managed to turn it round, and that, uh, and the context of the season, and and what have you. It it needed that bit as well mm. to to become well. well it's why well, I think it's a it's a classic. I think people do think this is a classic. Oh, because, it is, but just not necessarily uh, with such love and affection. So, so, I I, and
3: the Celtic very nearly go through. we not Billy Stark has yep. this beautiful looping header that, yep. that hits the woodwork.
1: Well, I think as well. There's uh, th- this is. Uh, it's just, it's that very rare thing. It's a, a sort of burst of Graham Roberts' positivity. Um, <laughs> it's, it's when the ball comes... Twa- I mean, Roberts is beating all ends up. He's just rooted to the spot. But the ball comes twanging back. That header comes twanging back off the yeah. crossbar. And he just plucks it out there. the yeah, he does. Uh, as though very nonchalant. As though nothing has happened. Mm-hmm. And there's not long to go. And I think that's just one of those things that it just sent... A, because the atmosphere was kind of crazy... At the moment, it just said that thing. It was like, come on, we can do this. Yeah, we're not 3-1 down. This is still, yeah. There's still a goal in this. And it was, you know, because the same thing happened. Uh, well, not the same thing happened, but he, it, Roberts had the ball in his hands yeah. in the build-up to the very yeah, late it's, it's, it's a goal kick.
3: Yeah. Uh, and it, which is, it's actually a terrible goal kick he takes. <laughs> but, but, but you're right, he runs... So, an but an so it still has that feeling that something could happen. Uh, the commentator, I think, is is Jock Brown. Yes. Yeah. Um, suggests the Celtic players deliberately put the ball out for a goal kick to waste a bit of time. Are going to do that? Don't lob it into the onto the
2: top of the net with a miss hit cross. Yeah, but that's Joe.
3: Belt it into like into the Celtic. Fans. You're just trying to get
2: into the mind of Joel Brown, right? <laughs> Jonathan. I think we should stop short there. But so, I, so Roberts takes the goal yeah. kick. It
3: it falls short, but thankfully it falls to Ferguson, who who mm-hmm. you know controls it well, plays the ball out to the right to, to Durant. Mm. He breaks down the right. He he crosses it's a, it. it's a
1: lovely run as well. Like yeah a, his, his, his initial cross is
3: headed clear, he picks up the loose ball again. Another and up. then crosses. And McKnight fulfills every stereotype you want of <laughs> a of a Satan Greavesy Scottish keeper. <laughs> flaps that's McKnight
1: was Northern Irish, was he? Uh
3: yeah, oh sorry, yes, uh, he was actually that's true. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> that would have been
1: enough for Greavesy.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. He's playing for a Scottish team. <laughs> sure, yeah. sure, sure. Uh so yeah, Mc McKnight <laughs> spills it and uh Richard Goff hooks it over the line. Richard T2. Goff,
2: the man of the moment. I mean, I find it incredible the build up that goal. And that's what I, it meant when, when McCoy scored and the atmosphere changed. Every time Graham Roberts caught the ball... The fans celebrate it, as if to say, you haven't scored another goal. Like You know, <laughs> football fans will cling on to any victory. And then it's true, when, when Roberts gets that ball, as you say, but to, to, to do that kick out, which eventually leads to the goal, he sort of jumps up and catches it. And the Rangers fans, Way, yeah. as if they're a goal ahead, Celtic are chasing... And they've just thwarted another attack. And then they go and equalise, and it's pandemonium in the home end. I mean, it, it's, it's such a bizarre kind of chain events from, from the, the emotions of those Rangers fans who presumably thought, well, we're not going to get a point, so we might as well try and celebrate whatever we can. And yet there they go up the other end, and, and Richard Goff, who, who, who <laughs> had a knack of scoring against Celtic in, in some of the bigger games, certainly at Ibrox, stabs home the equaliser. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and that's not even the end of it. <laughs>
1: if only it was well as well I wonder though whether like the fans exactly what they were celebrating because I sort of think there was a, a two or three stage thing going on where they were just lost in the moment it was just mm. just the context of uh, an old firm game but yeah. it, Well, I mean firstly it's a last minute equaliser you, you celebrate those with course, anyone course. then it's against Celtic then you've got you know you're playing a man down and you've got Coco and goal <laughs> It's you know, and then you're still in the title race. That it was looking you know as if you know as if they'd stumbled behind because uh, hearts were going well that season mm-hmm. as well, weren't they? So I mean, it, it didn't feel as though it was just going to be a two horse race. So there was a lot, uh, there was a lot of celebration going on, and then
3: <laughs> yeah, rather yeah. too much celebration. <laughs> yeah. So it starts off with a fairly aimless ball over the top towards Owen Archdeacon. hmm Roberts gathers cleanly. <laughs> and then decides that he will initiate contact with Archdeacon, so he can throw himself to the ground, presumably with half a thought of getting Archdeacon sent off, but mainly just to waste time. It
1: was a really poor dive as well. Yeah, but there was a good. couple oh, there dive. was never a of
3: seconds between. Yeah, there was, there was <laughs> n- never, never seconds thought that Archdeacon might be in
1: trouble for that. No. Um, yeah, it was, it was teetering on Rivaldo esque. <laughs> it was, <laughs> and also like Archdeacon was there, you know. L- looking like a sane, going, what well, I honestly didn't, you know, again, amongst all this nonsense, I've got to do anything. And you, feel, you just, for a minute, looked like such a young, like a little boy. Yeah. So there's a,
3: another delay. Uh, Roberts gets to his feet. The Rangers fans are still going mad. And he starts conducting them, singing The Sash. <laughs> Oh dear, <laughs> Marvellous.
2: Oh dear, Roberts. Well, yeah, and and so that obviously goes on. The Rangers fans are, are singing that song, and, and and as you say, Roberts conducts it. The game eventually finishes, but of course, the ramifications of this game is that four of them end up in the courtroom yeah. uh, because of this, because they are um, they are accused of um, what breach of the breach, piece. breaching the peace. So you've got Butcher, uh, Roberts, of course, for his part on it, uh, MacAvaney, and Chris and Woods. Chris Woods. Now. If I'm right in saying Woods and McAvenney are proved not guilty,
3: no, no. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, Woods and Butcher are both convicted and fined. I think Butcher got five oh, and found right. fine, and Woods 250. Roberts is found not proven,
2: <laughs> <laughs> which is that's genuinely extraordinary. Sorry. Yeah, even having just read that before we came in the studio, I'm thinking to myself, nah, I must have read that wrong, surely. Roberts, uh, you know, but he didn't, I mean, so, May- so he wasn't, he wasn't proved innocent, it was just not proven.
3: Yeah, he was, look. All we can say legally is he was waving his hands mm. in a, in a way that very unfortunately happened to coincide <laughs> to the rhythm <laughs> with of... a
1: lusty rendition of the sash my father wore. I mean, I I wonder there was that incident maybe about a decade later when Gaza was there. Yes, and McCoy had said, said or oh, I mean, had just turned up at Ibrox uh-huh. and getting McCoy said to him, "Hey, I'll tell you what, will get you in when you first score a goal." go and pretend to play the flute in front of the, yeah, that's right. the fans and he did it and obviously like I mean Gaza didn't know and McCoy later said that he knew Gaza didn't know which is why he just wanted to mm. get him into trouble Roberts was you know more likely to have yeah. had a rough idea who was uh-huh. being sung there I think and McEvaney um, was found not guilty yeah
2: yeah oh. I mean Celtic went on uh, to how, win how, what,
3: what do you think that tells you about Masonic influence over the Scottish court <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I'd like to distance myself from any kind of chat around there. But uh, <laughs> um, but yes, uh, so the game finished 2-2. Rangers amazingly got a point. Uh, but incredibly enough, Celtic went on to win the league. Rangers finished third. Mm.
1: Yeah, Hearts finished
2: second. Yeah, Celtic won the
3: league by 12 points. They yeah, 12 points ahead of Rangers.
2: So it's an interesting because probably they had so many players suspended and all the rest of it. So oddly, despite that rousing comeback... Hmm. And it would have been treated as as a great victory, really, in the context of it. They actually sort of finished the season on a bit of a whimper, finishing third.
1: Yeah, it was. It, you know, ultimately, it was all all for nothing. But
3: but then the following season is the beginning of nine in a row, and
1: yeah, and also, I mean, memorable football matches are not necessarily about yeah. the, the winners, the prizes. I mean, I have this, I have this sort of theory well it's not much of a theory it's just an opinion that this this match although it's an old firm game and it means so much to both sets that it really it, it really was just about Rangers it was just about their sort of th- this psychodrama of the soonest era um, Celtic were almost like bystand I mean, They were almost dragged into this mm. rather than you know just the usual old firm back and forth um, and that And Rangers are the, the, specifically the soonest Rangers until he left, uh, you know, left Liverpool, so about 85 to 91 and 92. Um, it's that period that people remember, I think, of, of, as being this sort of great, not necessarily a great team because mm. they, they, they clearly weren't, you know, the a, drama. a great side, but such a great story. Mm. Um but you know, Celtic still won a couple of leagues in the in the middle of it all.
2: Mm-hmm. But it was never so, a dull moment, though, was it? Like, <laughs> As it seldom is when the Old Firm are exactly. Uh, I mean, involved.
1: if you were in that stand at the the Broomloan stand, yeah. where, where just basically everything happened apart from apart from the conducting, yeah. um, you know, you got your value for money yeah. it been like about four quid or
2: something <laughs> oh <as> well. <laughs> yeah. blimey um, Scott it's been a pleasure talking to you uh, about that old foam game thank you very much for, for, for coming in yeah thanks for having me uh, Jonathan a pleasure as always um, thank you everybody for listening to the greatest games on football ramble daily in association with the blizzard the latest issue of the blizzard issue 34 is now available so do go to the Blizzard.co.uk. and we shall see you next time
0: anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rustolium. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage,